What is going on guys? My name is Sander. Welcome back to another episode of the Productivity Corner podcast back at my parents house and today I've got a question from you guys that we'll be discussing which I'm truly excited about so somebody asked me uh, a person by the username it's me hey I wanted to know your academic journey as I read a few comments here telling that how you transformed from an unmotivated student to a highly motivated one at what age did you start and could you please share some scores mark differences from when you were in high school uh, as to where you are at now I'm 19 years old I ruined my whole academic career can I make a change yes you can I'll explain when I started, how I started, but first to be able to do that, I want to go a little bit in depth into the Dutch academic system because that is very important to understand. Uh, so every country has a different academic um, system, score, rating, things like that, right? So for example, in the US, I know they use letters like A, B, I scored an F, I scored a C. Uh, we use one to 10. Some countries use one to 20, some one to five. Um, for us, one is the lowest. For some, one might be the best. It's very different depending on the country so i quickly want to go into detail i'll move a little to the side so i can pop it up on the screen so if you're listening to this on uh spotify then consider opening the youtube version because i'll put on a graph right here explaining you basically what i'm explaining uh right now vocally right so once you're 12 years old in my country you go to high school and at the end of elementary school right you're about 12 you take this important test it's basically like an sat uh in the us for example or whatever other big exam this just came to my mind i don't know all the exams across the world but basically a big exam um, containing math um, or not math it's it's calculations simple calculations obviously because you're 12 uh, spelling grammar uh, reading um, i think some logical thinking questions um, that's basically it right you take that uh, test and depending on how well you do uh, you, and what the teacher thinks you're capable of you'll be put in a specific tier of high school Fortunately, you are able to move up the ladder. So as you can see, there's three tiers and there's a bunch of errors in this whole system, right? So I wanna start off by saying this. We cannot all be doctors. We cannot all be engineers. We cannot all be lawyers. We need people in all different areas of life. We need people to, you know, clean our bathrooms. We need people to be economists. We need people to go into politics. We need people to be creative and artists. We need people to do everything in life. So we can't all be the same thing. And I truly believe that being a doctor is not better than being a, a sales clerk. It's not, right? It's just different, right? And just because one has got a university degree, that's probably a little bit harder. But doesn't make their job better. Doesn't make them a better person. Doesn't mean shit, right? It's just because somebody chose a different path in life. Maybe it was even easier for them to become a doctor than for somebody else less, uh, maybe, I'd say, IQ gifted to do something else, right? So I really want to make that clear. I don't try to say like, oh, this is better. Oh, if you got a master, it's better than a bachelor. Oh, you're smarter because you got a PhD. That doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Um, that's just a piece of paper. But I do want to say that the way I view the system is that I prefer to go up this specific ladder. That's my personal choice, right? So I just wanted to clarify that. So once you get in university or, or in, 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 in high school, I'd say, I went to the senior general secondary education, which after five years is when you leave. So I was 17 at that time, but I failed the last year. So you have these big exams at the end. I failed them, so I had to retake one year. So that means I was 18 when I finally left high school. And that's where I picked up my life. Um, at the time I had a girlfriend and she and I broke up. It really, it really messed me up. And I decided, hey, you know what? I gotta pick up my life. I gotta do things with my life. I gotta change my life. 
for the better and I gotta do things for me and not for other people around me. And I gotta change my life. And I can't be sitting here playing Minecraft all day because when I was younger, I really was posting a lot on YouTube, like daily live streams, posting four videos a week, doing a lot of Minecraft, and the channel was picking up. It's actually this channel and the videos are still on here. I was getting a couple of thousand views per videos. The channel was booming at the time, like two to three K views per video, 10,000 subs or something like that. Uh, and then this channel obviously basically died out and I just decided to start posting on this again because I didn't feel like making a new channel, but the videos are still out there and it was a blast, but it wasn't really picking up and I couldn't really grow any further because I wasn't willing to change things and I was really getting burned out at some point. It was like, I'm just playing Minecraft all day. I wanna go out and do something fun. That's when I realized after that breakup as well, I gotta stop playing video games. I gotta get out there and gotta do something that I wanna do with my life, right? So I moved up to a bachelor degree, which is 240 credits because as you can see, the difference is 180 credits uh, versus 240 credits because a bachelor here with um, basically what's called in this table, the first cycle of higher education. Um, the right one, because you did the senior general secondary education is uh, 60 marks extra, which means obviously an extra year. So that takes four years instead of three, but that includes uh, uh, internships as well, which is to me, uh, I say very beneficial. So what happened afterwards, right? Because this is very important part. Because you might say, wow, you post all these videos of, wow, I got accepted into this, I got accepted into that. You've been talking about this, this change, this master program, as if it's something special. Because on the left side, you can see it's literally just an arrow up. You just move up, you do your bachelor, you do your master, and that's it, right? But as you can tell, there's also a diagonal arrow from the right bottom side to the left top side, which has the bachelor degree and 240 credits. You can move up to a master degree, for example, masters of science, which is what I'm doing. So I'm moving up diagonally. So I'm not just skipping a step of basically having to do the first cycle of higher education, the bachelor version, or having to take a pre-master. I, I don't have to do any of that. I can just straight up enroll into that because I worked my ass off and that, because of that, I was able to apply to that. And right now I'm obviously in a master program and I'm planning to do a PhD, which is the last top part of the ladder but I don't want to bore you guys with that, but that's basically uh, what I wanted to quickly explain, right? So why, how, what happened, right? So like I said, I had a really rough period when I decided, hey, you know, I got to pick up my life, I got to do things differently, and I got to do things my way, and I got to work hard. That's when I really got inspired, started meeting the right people. I enrolled in the university. At first, I wasn't really excited, but then it really picked up. I was like, wow, this, this is awesome. It's so cool to be a dietitian. It's so cool to be working in a field of health and, 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 and biology, stuff like that. I love it. So I really started getting hooked on this and I really started like putting the effort that I would usually put into YouTube now into my academia. That's when it really started to pick off, right? Obviously it wasn't easy. I still failed exams. And I, I wanna say this, right? I've never really been like top of my class getting straight A's, like it doesn't matter. At least in my country, it doesn't matter, right? What I wanted to mention is that I'm really bad at taking tests. So for example, when somebody understands everything about the topic and I do too, we both take the tests. It's not weird for me to score 60% while they score 85%. And it's not because I don't understand it. It's just because it doesn't really come out on a piece of paper. And I've had training for this. Uh, it's, it's, it's really difficult for me to really just put it out because I'm more of a verbal person. As you can tell, obviously I can explain things very well. I like to talk about things very well. I can present things. I can persuade people. I can motivate people, but I can't really put it on paper, right? That's not really one of my strong sides, right? It's not, I, I wouldn't be a good writer. I'm a better speaker. It doesn't mean I'm shit at writing, but 
my speaking is definitely way out there compared to, to my writing, right? So have I changed since high school in terms of grading, in terms of actual marks? Well, obviously, because I wasn't passing and now I am. Um, I wouldn't say I'm scoring like straight A's. I'm scoring 70%, 80%, which is good. It's really good. I mean, uh, you got to understand about our academic system. And I've explained this to exchange students at my current university as well. You're not going to get 100% here. You're not going to do that. Like, it's not normal to score 100%. It's really difficult. It's like an exponential grading system, right? So it's really hard to go up into the higher grades. They really like limit that. And especially like presentations, um, talks stuff like that they really say okay it can never be perfect so you can never score 100 percent right stuff like that so it's really hard to actually get to 100 so scoring 80 is really good at least in my country it's considered really good right so obviously there are people who score 100 there are people who score 90 but i'm just saying i'm not part of that top but i do want to say that that does not really matter and it's not that i say oh it doesn't matter because personally i can't do it i wanted to let you guys know that it doesn't matter if you score the best on a test because if you can't put it in practice then it doesn't matter if you can't talk to people then it doesn't matter because if you're in a room with somebody who's good at talking good at persuading people good at motivating good at explaining himself good at basically a charismatic person and you're also interviewing somebody else who's really good got straight a's got straight 100 let's just pretend he scored a hundred percent on every single exam it doesn't matter because if he doesn't talk, if he doesn't convey his message, if he's not inspirational, if he's not a good fit for the team, then they're still gonna choose the other guy. So what I would say to you guys, and a message from me to you guys is, focus on what you can control, focus on what you're good at. And obviously you wanna learn, right? I'm taking classes on the writing aspects, obviously like I explained, I wanna do my PhD. It's not that I'm bad at writing, I'd say I'm a decent writer, uh, but there's definitely room for improvement. And that's why I'm going into this. That's why I would like to do this, to learn and challenge myself, right? So I would say, if you're bad at math, don't take the hardest math course. That's not what I'm saying. But take a one just outside of your comfort zone. Try to learn a little bit more. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now, right? I took this advanced statistics course. I knew I sucked at statistics. I barely, barely failed. So I have to retake it. But it's just that much outside my comfort zone that I'm learning and I'm growing as a person. And it's challenging me to things that, hey, I never thought I could do this. And I noticed myself when uh, this morning I was looking through the options for a master thesis. I was looking at this and I was like, wow, I feel like a lot of these things I cannot do because I'm not good at chemistry. I'm not good at math. Um, one had something with machine learning. I thought, wow, I, I don't know anything about machine learning. I don't think this is something I'd be good at. But then I thought to myself, if I keep thinking like that, if I keep having these limiting beliefs, then I'm never gonna be good at anything. You have to allow yourself to learn. You have to allow yourself to make mistakes. And if you're willing to do that, then you're willing to grow and you are allowing yourself to grow. And that's what I did in high school. I knew I was bad. I knew I sucked at most things I did, but I kept trying, I kept trying, I kept trying, and then I succeeded. And now it seems like, oh, you just got a bachelor. He just casually applied, got into the program. Of course he got into the program because he's been doing well. And it all seems like smooth sailing. But the road has been rough, like it has been crooked, it's been ups and downs, I've had a burnout in between. It's, it's like I've changed, my entire life has changed to be able to do this. I've changed everything, my habits, everything has changed in my entire life to be able to do this, right? So sometimes it requires just a little bit more effort, just a little bit of extra time that you need in order to be able to pull this off. And I'm not saying, oh, just never disregard everything else just focus on this i'm saying it's never too late it's never too late to change but you are 
gonna have to be willing to sacrifice things. You can't watch Netflix for five hours a day and be able to improve your academic lifestyle. You can't play Minecraft for eight hours a day and improve your lifestyle, right? Yes, can you play Minecraft? 100%, for sure, I sometimes play a video game. I still like to have fun. I sometimes drink a beer with my friends. It's not to say that you cannot ever have fun in your life again, but you know what's more fun? doing well in life and improving yourself on a daily basis and working towards something that's truly meaningful to you. And I wanted to tell you this, even though it is a little bit late in life, you're 18, you're 19, I've seen people in their late 20s turn their lives around. They say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna get into this, I'm gonna get into that. In fact, most people in my master program don't really have a clue of what they wanna do with their life. I'm one of the few ones that says, hey, I wanna do this or I wanna do that. Most people say, oh, I don't know, I'll just see. Oh, I don't know, I'll just figure it out along the way. So just know it's never too late. Just know there's always more you can do. And just know that it's okay. It's okay if you messed up, but it's not okay if you mess up and you just accept it and just don't do anything about it. You have to accept it and then move on and then learn and improve. Say, okay, I messed up, but why did I mess up? What can I improve next time? What can I do next time to be better? And that's the way I see it. Hopefully that was useful. So hopefully that answers all your questions. If I did not answer most of the questions, then please make sure to comment down below. And I'll catch you guys next week, 7 p.m. GMT plus one. Peace.